Hey, 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 welcome to Hashtag We Love Guzichuanuka. This is the place where we help you unravel social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, and everything in between that directly or indirectly affects us in the millennial world around us. My goal is to create a virtual platform for you and I to explore and engage in pertinent conversations society is silent about. What you get out of this is without a doubt a chance for you to have moments of self-assessment so that you can ably jump into your next best season. I am your host, Navuguzi Chuanuka, a lawyer, founder, strap team lead of Equet Foundation, an addict and lover of insightful conversations, and a professional unraveler of social constructs. If you're hearing my voice for the first time and are the kind of person who is not scared of being a better version of yourself, even if it requires you to contradict who you were 24 hours ago, you made the right choice to come here because on here, we keep unraveling the truest version of who we are supposed to be in society. To the returned subscriber, much respect. Thank you so much for being the heartbeat of this podcast. So... On Sunday, we celebrated Father's Day, and today, I am in conversation with one of the most hilarious people in my circle, Odwar Jagero. He believes in the power of conversations with oneself when it comes to unraveling the truest version of oneself. This fire conversation covered his experience with fatherhood and everything in between. I cannot wait for you to enjoy it. With me today is Odwar Jagero, Jags, I just learned that. He is, uh, do we say three times? I'm a writer. Huh? I'm a writer. Okay, you know what, just, you're going to do it yourself. <laughs> let me let you do the bio yourself. So with me is Odwar Jagero, he's uh, the team lead of CMS Africa, founder of Core Media, and a father. Odwar Jagero, please tell us who you are. Let our listeners get a better picture of who you really are because I really can't do your bio. Uh, my name is Odwar Jagero. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are actually my, my, my artistic names. Yeah. I have government names. Yeah, which shocked me. That, <laughs> that I prefer not to put anywhere in the public domain. Yeah. But you know, if you're in Africa and you're sending them Pesa. <laughs> My number is zero seven something something. So if you want to know that name, you can just you can just send them first. And you know the name. I was born on the shores of Lake uh, of of River Nyando, yeah, a village twenty five kilometers uh, from Kisumu town mm-hmm. or Kisumu city. Yeah. I went to the vi- I went to school in the village. I went to high school in the village. Then when I finished high school, I decided to go and uh, and look for education in the city of glasses nairobi nairobi okay yeah so that is where i spend most of my adult life mm-hmm. uh trying to make ends meet put food on the table and laugh a little cry a little yeah you know? cry a little yeah okay <laughs> in the bathroom okay. it's not it's not so common for guys to come out and speak about how they cry like that's something that yeah, well, I'm, not like... talking about, I'm not talking about crying <laughs> Like you mentioned it, but it's, it's something that people usually mask. Let's not talk about crying. 
<laughs> for men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then now yeah. you, we were seeing you going from the village to coming to Nairobi. Uh, Take us through the things that you do. The, the things, things I do in the, the, the things I do in the in the, in the city of Glasses. Yes, 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 yes. Oh well, I run an agency called Core Media. Mm -hmm. uh, that is basically what feeds me. Yeah. Uh, I do I do writing consultancy. I do live streaming. I do short videos. I do social media. I do documentaries. Basically, what does what a what a what a an, uh, an agency does? Yes, yes. You know, a digital yes. agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, because we are um, a digital agency, we build websites and through websites and developers. I founded CMS Africa, an organization that promotes the use of open source softwares in Africa. Yeah. Right, and that is basically what I do. And um, I we are starting to run an academy. Mm, which is yeah, going to yeah, be teaching yeah. people across Africa uh, tech mm -hmm. and how to use that tech to spur their businesses or right. uh, find employment or find a way of livelihood. Mm -hmm. mm. That's all? Yeah. Koa, you're a writer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you serious? I write. Oh. I write, yes. <laughs> Sometimes I don't feel like writing is, my career, is a career. I don't think my writing for me is a career. Oh yeah. That is why perhaps I am just. I you don't. Do, you don't just. I'm not looking for publishers and 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 things like that. Well, Core Media is doing the publishing. Yeah, but that is self-publishing. Exactly. So yeah. You don't. So so I'm not looking for publishers and 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 I don't think Core Media is. Core Media is not is not a traditional publisher. It's mm -hmm. an it's an indie kind of publishing house. Yeah. Indie, whereby if you're not able to get a, a classic a classic uh, or a traditional publisher, then. You do it yourself, and we charge you to do it. Yeah. That is, that is, that is, yeah, so I write, I write short stories, I write prose, I write novels. I have four books. One is called True Citizen, uh, a thriller based on Nairobi City. Yeah. Uh, there is The Ghost of 1894, based on the Rwandan genocide, but goes way back before the genocide. My very first uh, book. Yeah. Yeah. 1894, in Germany. Then I have um, why the hospital corridor is 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 is, is white. Mm -hmm. It's about a lady finding herself as a sidejun. Yeah. And then there is the about lovers and liars. The we talked about the lovers and liars <laughs> in Nairobi, but also in all our cities. Yeah. I think now even in villages. Yeah. Mm. I think the villagers have gotten a test of the urban life. So we're seeing you doing all these things. Yeah. I don't know how many titles those make. Maybe four titles in one person? No. I don't think it makes any title. All these things are just being living a life and yeah. And some uh, part make, uh, making ends meet, part mm -hmm, mm -hmm. doing following your passion. Yeah, yeah. And part just, you know, uh, not sitting under a tree. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Why did you want to be growing up? Is there, take us through that, the Jagero of 10 years of age or 15? What is I don't it remember, that you I don't remember mostly about, about that, that, that. I don't remember very much if I have crystallized what I wanted to become that early in life. Mm -hmm. Because if you, are, if you are brought up in the village and going to school in the village, it's, it's, uh, those dreams are becoming... I can't say I wanted to be a doctor. I can't say I wanted to be a pilot. 
I'll be lying to you. Really? Yeah, I, I don't was think it so. There so. Because it, it, felt, it feels I, like it was a, quite a common question for us <laughs> as young, as, at a young age. Like they would keep asking, what do you want to be? Well, yeah, but up. my memory fails me. Oh yeah. I don't think I ever I ever thought of 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 being a pilot or a doctor or something that lofty. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, one thing I didn't want is to become a teacher. That is for sure. <laughs> Why not? Because I thought teachers were very rogue people. <laughs> you know, trying to make life difficult. I mean, my school life is the worst, the worst, the worst, the worst memory I have. My school life, my. My lower primary, my upper primary, yeah. my my education in um, my high school education was hellish. Yeah. Yeah, I would not want to dream. In fact, I have nightmares about school. Oh, yeah? Yeah, about going to, especially high school, it was so difficult. I had to walk like uh, how many, I had to walk like 10, 12, 14 kilometers going to school and then coming back. Wow. It was very hard. It was like very hard. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> you know, it was the worst. It is the worst part of my of me growing up. Yeah. Going to school. Yeah. Even though it is what has given me what I have now, but I hate it. In fact, I still have nightmares. I was so poor in maths. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least counting money isn't hard. Ah <laughs> uh, no, counting money is not maths. Counting money is not math at all. <laughs> Very fast. It's, it's, it's Counting addition. money is an issue. It's addition. Over, that's that. Yeah. It's addition. Yeah, but I think I would still count money even if I didn't go to school. <laughs> yeah, you know how to count money from from your parents or just by yourself. You learn money. The people who didn't go to school, but they can count money. They can see hundred one zero zero. <laughs> this is this is this yeah, but you still have to have those, you know, the basics of addition. Yeah, and people yeah, can't yeah. do it. Yeah, over arithmetic. I, you have to I think help so. them do it. Mm. So school was so that is that is that is uh, perhaps at some point I thought that I would be a pastor. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I got born again in 1998, and there were. How old were you then? 1998 divided by minus 1982. I don't know. Something. This is 16. 16, yeah, around yeah. that age. Mm -hmm. I think I wanted to be a pastor because I got born again and I was so much into church stuff. Yeah. Preaching, leading youth, leader, uh, youth uh, Sunday school and things like that. But I thought that, but I was not like, I'm going to be a pastor for life. But mm -hmm. I thought that is something that I was going to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, being in church and, uh, and being in Sunday school and things like that. So that is something that I thought I would do. Uh, as I went, as I... When I joined high school, it became clear what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a journalist. Right. Yeah, it became very clear when I when I when I joined high school. This is how it happened. Mm -hmm. I I was very good in in writing composition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you yeah, remember yeah. the first draft, the second draft, the blah blah blah. I was very good in that. Mm -hmm. So uh, in high school, it became clear and clear and clearer that. I am a writer and an artist. There's one day my I wrote a love poem. It was stolen by a Stop. gentleman called Gado Lima. <laughs> Took it to the neighboring girls' school, and made his and it made his case with my poem. <laughs> made his case. No credit. Ah, no how. <laughs> no how. <laughs> what credit? My friend helped <laughs> me do this. It was his poem. His poem written by his own handwriting, <laughs> right from his uh, <laughs> fucking brain. 
Oh yeah. So yeah. So so but one came out. One one soon traveled. Yeah. Back to me that he had actually used my poem. So it was oh, a, so some people knew that it yes, was your poem yes, already. Yes. yes okay. Yes. So it was, a, it was a validation of sort that yeah. if somebody can steal your poem and start doing uh, manifestos. Making, yes, do, <laughs> having manifestos about it and and trying to steal hearts with it. Then you are something. You are onto something. Yeah. Yeah. So that is how I decided to be uh, a journalist. I came to Nairobi, studied journalism in a shitty school, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but most of it I learned by myself. I read a lot. Yeah, that's how I became a writer. Yeah. And because I've done journalism and uh, journalism and mass communication, it was it was a no-brainer that I should uh, open my own farm mm-hmm. and start doing something for myself. I think the reason why I didn't get employment, I was employed for 30 minutes though, in my entire life. <laughs> Tell us about this 30 minutes. 30 minutes was like this. This guy, I was so broke in this city and I was such a good effing writer. Yeah. And so this guy, I hear that this guy is, is hiring uh, is hiring writers yeah. for $300 a month. That's about 30,000 Kenyan shillings. Mm-hmm. And that was, that, is, that was huge. So I decided, but by that time, I was already writing a lot of stage plays. Yeah. And I was so much involved in church. Mm-hmm. And I was so much involved in the art community. Yeah. Like, I was busy. Having no money but busy. You know how artists can be so busy but <laughs> are, are, are broken. <laughs> with, no, with no shilling in your pocket. But you're so busy. Always moving. Always trying. <laughs> be kind. Such a pathetic be kind. life. Be kind. <laughs> okay. I'm still an artist. And, that's, and I'm speaking about myself. Yeah. Yes. So, well, I say that, all right, I should take up this job. This guy has seen my writings and looks nice. In the middle is in the CBD, mm-hmm. Central Business District, downtown Nairobi. Yeah. So I go there and uh, he gives me a desk, lovely desk, and I'm supposed to work there. Um, but then I realize, mm-hmm. before, just before 10 a.m. in the morning, that I had a, a meeting oh. at a Leon for oh. the same town yeah. with, with some artists. So I tell this, this, this motherfucker <laughs> that <laughs> I need to go to, to another meeting and I'll be back. For sure I'll be back. Yeah. And he's wondering, the guy has just reported to work and he's already going out for a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so he had no, he didn't say no, mm-hmm. but I could see he didn't like it. Yeah. So, so but when you went to speak to him, were you asking for permission or it no, was, I was like going. point of information? I was going actually, I was going. <laughs> oh my God. But I also carried my computer and my bag. <laughs> And I think, but then when I went there and had that meeting, I realized that I had another meeting at three. I didn't go back. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't go back. You didn't even try the second day? No, I didn't. I didn't go back. I just realized this is stifling. This is, this is not me. Yeah. Yeah, and so getting a job was going to be difficult because I had a very shitty kind of certificate. Mm-hmm. One of those, certi- I don't know if you have them in Kampala, Which but there are, there are these mushrooming city colleges all over the place in, 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 in 13th, the, the 13th floor of a given building. They're not very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. They're not very much fancy, but mm-hmm. so I also didn't, uh, I was suffering from inferiority complex. From that, from that, from that, from that school. Yeah. I thought that was no good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't put so much energy into looking for work. Yeah. So I just decided to do my own things. Actually, I traveled to Rwanda to recite my first book immediately after school. 
asked my sister for 12,000 that she didn't have that she asked from her boyfriend yeah by then yeah, yeah. and then i she gave me a phone which i sold oh on the spot <laughs> and got to travel so i traveled with the, i traveled to rwanda mm -hmm. yeah i think in 2006 2006 i think 2006 2007 yeah to recite my first my book the ghost of 1894. yo yeah so i went to rwanda it took no. Yes, yes, it was re really, very much well researched. Uh, yeah. News. Yeah. That is how I, I, I slept in Gatuna and, and, and showered with cold water. No, in no. In the middle oh of my winter. Goodness. Oh my goodness. I almost that peed on myself cold. that night. <laughs> that place is very cold. You can't Yeah, Gatuna is very, very good. Gatuna is very, very cold. Gatuna. The next morning that she gave me some, some water in a kettle to yeah. wash my face. Yeah. So that is that is that is that was that has been the journey. Yeah. Mm. So when you're seeing you doing all these things, mm. you forgot you possibly forgot to mention that you are also a father, mm. and we are also celebrating Father's Day. Yeah. With all these responsibilities on your hands. I don't have a responsibility as a father. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No. Wait. 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 You didn't. Go ahead. With all these responsibilities that you have, how do you balance fatherhood? Uh, fatherhood. Yeah. Fatherhood is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I, w I grew up with uh, with uh, with a very violent father. Yeah. Yeah. My father was a wife butterer, and uh, and and a drunkard. Mm. Is it a drunkard or a drunk? Drunkard. Drunkard. Yeah. Yeah. I believe drunk is American English or something. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably check it out. <laughs> yeah. So my father was very hostile, mm -hmm. mostly hostile. But I think his hostility was coming from from drinking. Yeah. You know, because if he wasn't drinking, but you know, even the drinking comes from something. His father was 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 a, a true motherfucker. Yeah. He almost killed his son. Yeah. Yeah. Took one of his. We found his father, his son, next to his mother. Mm -hmm. His mother was cooking chicken. Yeah. In a pot. Mm -hmm. All right. And the boy had neglected the kettle. Yeah. You know? He took his, his, his son's hand and pushed it into the hot pot. What reason? Because he had neglected the kettle. And, the, and it was cold, it was windy, it was terrible. And this, and this I was told. But yeah. I saw a lot of his, his crazy stuff. My grandfather, he was very crazy. He almost killed me twice. Even in his old age? Yes, he was a, he was a, he was a, he was a crazy old toad. He was bad. I thought when you, I, 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 I always imagine that when people get to older ages, they're... No, 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 he died, he, died, he died a crazy guy. Whoa. Yeah, he died a crazy guy. So I feel like, I feel like my father was drawing from his father. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the guy take a rod and hit a cow, and the horns came out, both horns. What? Yeah, and the cow bled for hours. He was a very bad guy. So I think my father was reflecting, was a reflection of his father. Yeah. You know? His father was a drunk, my father was a drunk. So it was, a very, it was, a, it was not a very nice kind of... Uh, uh, my, the memory of my father is is a lot of violence and a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of uh, not good things. Mm -hmm. You know, always shouting, always doing all manner of things. Yeah. You know, but he took care of us. 
Yeah. Yeah. He uh, was actually was actually given a nickname called uh, uh, Omundo. 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 What is the word? There is a sentence they used. to... I'm going to translate it. It's uh, okay. Omundo. Uh, Omundo Magotekot. It's Luo. Uh -huh. That means uh, Fla is the pillar of the house. A flour? Flour, yeah. Flour. You know, you, they make they make ugali out of flour. Yeah. So if you have flour in the house, mm -hmm. then people won't sleep hungry. They can go look for vegetables and they will eat. Oh. So oh. my father oh. used oh. to used to have make sure that there is flour in the house. Yeah. And he used to say that a lot of times. Yeah. So <clears throat> because he was very reckless with the money and he worked as an accountant in Kisumu town, what he would do the first thing he gets his money is to get flour. Okay. For the entire month or at least... Yeah, the, yeah. the better part of the month. Mm -hmm. So he would know that even if he drank all of it, what? <laughs> all of the remaining, his kids will be having flour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that is, that is, that is, that is, that is, uh, that was the very bright side of him. Mm. You see, uh, he, w he would take care of us. He, he, would, he would buy food. He would buy food if he had the money. The bad thing is that he would drink a lot of his money. Yeah. You know. So most of it was spent in alcohol. Yes, in alcohol. You know, so so then so then I thought that I I thought that uh, I didn't like the way he raised us. Yeah, yeah. You know, because of the the violence part of it and the drinking and and making my mother very unhappy. Yeah. You see, so so that is so so I have always thought that um, being a father is, is 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 taking care of your household with the whip. Mm -hmm. And with strong words, strong language, yeah, and uh, you know, in a very in not so friendly way, mm -hmm. you see. So for me, I think the reason why I say to myself, I don't want to go back into that life. I don't want to live my to 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 live with my family the way I see my uncles, my grandfather, yeah. the way they basically boss around mm -hmm. their households, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and and make sure that they are seen as the as the lord the, yeah. the lord of the ring the lord <laughs> of the house yeah always yeah. you see so 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 fatherhood for me is 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 not is my memory of fatherhood is bad yeah that is why for me as a father i have always wanted my child to be very safe you know to feel very like safe. yeah to feel like the house is the house and and next to me is where she feels safest yeah you know i did not feel safe next to my father at all i did not feel safe next to next to my uncles because they were bad there were only there was only one uncle of mine mm -hmm. that was a very good guy and 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 coincidentally he was born again okay he, yeah he was very very good he used to work in Turkana with a bible with a Bible uh, something, Bible institution. Did you ever ask him why he was different from his? No, parents? there was no need. There was no way of asking. You, you <laughs> yeah. know, you know. In, uh, I could see why he was different. Mm -hmm. He had a change of heart. A change of heart. Yeah, obviously he, he had changed. He, and this is this is the this is the good thing I like about Christianity. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. But Christianity can genuinely change someone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can read the Bible and ask and and go on your knees yeah. and pray for God to change you. Yeah. And and based on that, you can change. Yeah. And you know, for me, and that is why, as an artist uh, and as somebody 
who has grown up my adulthood in Christianity. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of artists and writers, you know, uh, not accepting the place of God in our lives. Exactly. But for me, I have a testimony and an experience with yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I do not think that I would be here if I had not gone on my knees and asked God to save my life. Yeah. Because I was, I am crazier than anyone else <laughs> in my family. <laughs> you see? Yeah. I'm crazier than anyone else. Yeah. And I'm the most, I'm the least violent. Oh, yeah. You see? So mm-hmm. I think that God has, has played a very important role in my life. And I can tell you for sure that if I had not gone on my knees and asked God to save me, I would be dead. Because I would be a drunk, I would be a rogue thief, I would, yeah. be, I would be somebody really, really bad. Now let me tell you something. When you talk about Christianity, yeah. I mean, I was going through, the time I got to meet you, I was going through a couple of evolutions. Yeah. So, I've been in, I, had, I was just new in the art space and mm. I was seeing people, most yeah. of the people there mm. were just known acknowledging God. Yes. And then, here I was in your home, mm. we're going to church on Sunday and I was like, yeah there are very many things that shocked me when i got to know you more but that church thing i was like what we're going to church for real and now when you speak more about it it's like just it does make sense yeah so so that is that is that is the that is the life that um i've always there is something it has done to me yeah you know, even when I came to Nairobi, the first thing, the first place I went was church. How did you come to this space? Which space? Of feeling like I need God. That happened in the village. Yeah. That happened in the village. Um, like I told you, our, our, my childhood was very, was, very, was very traumatizing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my, all, I am the only one, I, myself and uh, my, 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 our youngest uh, brother mm-hmm. and I are mm-hmm. the only people who have gone past uh, form four education. Yeah. All all the rest of the three dropped out. Yeah. Because of no support. Yeah. Completely no support from from my father. Mm-hmm. I remember my my sister was very bright. Yeah. And uh, she was not able to continue because she couldn't afford uh, the exam fees. Oh yeah. You know, my sister became pregnant in form three, mm. and I I have a feeling that my parents should have struggled to get her back to school after she had given birth. Yeah. But nobody. But she was, she, she was, she was called a failure because she got pregnant, and that is how she dropped out just just before she finished. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was in class eight. I went to um, a prayer and fasting yeah. with my friends. That is even before your secondary education. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I went and then prayer that's, and fasting. That's like I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was prayer and fasting until I went there. <laughs> yeah. The guy just told me that it was something you know some congregation or sort. Yeah. And then I when I when I when I I almost died <laughs> without eating. Yeah, I remember the last meal was on Friday at, at 1, and the next meal was on Sunday. What? It was a dry fast. What? Yeah. What? It was a dry fast for, for two days. That's crazy. 
Yeah, I almost died. <laughs> My goodness, that's crazy. For a 13-year-old, I'm imagining. Yes, it's 15. Yeah. 15, yeah. So that is that is how I I got into I got into I got into Christianity. Yeah. And and my life really really changed after that. I felt like I had hope. Mm. I felt like when you I, came out of it. Yeah, I felt like I could do things. And in from <coughs> the guy asked. The guy preached. Yeah. I forget his name. He preached around 10 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, whoever wants to, uh, to, what is the word he used? To surrender. Oh, yeah. Whoever wants to surrender his life, their life to Jesus Christ, to come in front. And I went there. And I knelt down. Yeah. Yeah? You know, kneeling down is a place of humility. Yes. And yeah. I knelt down. And I poured my heart out to God. I needed salvation. You know, salvation from 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 family. Yeah. From whatever is holding them. Mm-hmm. You know, some people will think about this as as really nonsense. They, you know, they don't have. They can say what the fuck they want. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah. This, this is this is this is my experience. It is it is real experience. Yeah. Yeah. So every time people say there is no God, I say fine, but I have an experience. Yeah, I have an experience, and it is a very, it is, it is a very intentional. Like it is, it's, God was very intentional with me. Yeah. And when I when I came out of that place, everybody had gone down and sat down. I opened my eyes, and everybody was down, was back to their seats. I was the only one at the altar. Boy. So, so I came out of that place, and I looked at the window, and the world was different. Felt like some some heavy yes. thing had been lifted the, off the, his shoulders. The, the world was really, really, really different. Yeah. So if the world was different, then that is how I started saying to myself that I can do everything through through Christ, Christ. who strengthens you. Who strengthens me. Yeah. And I did some some crazy things after that. After that, I told myself that I have to go to college. That is how I traveled to Uganda to Mukono. <laughs> Yeah. To go see if I can get admitted at Mukono University. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, and it was not possible. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm. And I came back to Kenya, but I said I'm still going to school. And I told God I'm going to school. I said I'm going to Nairobi to go to school. I didn't have school fees at all. Yeah. My father had left about $290 in, the, in his account when he died. My, father, my mother had eaten most of it. Yeah. So I told God I'm going to Nairobi for education and I don't have anybody. I'm going to stay within the city. And this gentleman called my uncle. I'm not going to tell him in advance because I know he's going to say no. Yeah. So I will go to his house and you, you figure it out. How you can deal with him. <laughs> yeah. The guy did not ask me why I had come without asking him. I stayed in his house for two years. Never asked a question. Whoa. Yes. So before you went there, you told God to. I, I'm going to Nairobi, and yeah. I told I called his brother, and I told his brother I'm, I'm I'm coming to Nairobi, and his brother thought that he had spoken with his brother. with his brother. No, no problem. I know it. And I stayed there with him, with them for three years. Two, two to five months into my schooling, my mother died. That is after my father had died. I had literally no one in Nairobi. 
you see no school fees no fare no food nothing and I told God I'm not going back to the village. <laughs> See, and I stayed in a room and finished my certificate. I went and told my lecturer that yeah. I have got so much, so much, so much school arrears that I have to drop out now at certificate level. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. she told me, write a letter to the principal, tell them that you are not able to pay school fees. I wrote a letter and they gave me sponsorship for the for three years. What? They wrote they wrote they wrote off my desk, my debt, and gave me full scholarship for the three years of my school. Yo. You see, Yo. after my college, I told God I'm going to Rwanda to research. I mean, <laughs> and I went to Rwanda without a, with only fair. I was seated in church in Kigali. Oh, you went to church in Kigali? Yeah. yeah. This, 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 this a white guy who was at church in Kigali called what? I forget the name. And I'm seated. You remember I am in, a, in, a, in, a, in some dangerous uh, hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, waiting for God to give me that picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am seated in church, and this guy behind me is Kenyan. Okay. And I'm, I'm jotting down Bible notes as the guy is preaching. I'm jotting down, and you can see my, my the, the, the notebook I'm having. The yeah. school books. Oh, yes. The yes, one yes, where yes. they write names of schools. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, the guy yes, yes. I think this is a school in, like, in Kisumu. Yeah. And the guy taps my shoulder after the church and tells me, what? You're coming from Kisumu? He says, yeah. I live with this guy for the next, <laughs> for the next eight months. What? In a government, give, he was given a government house. Hoy. Yeah. I, I lived with him for all those months and returned to Kenya oh with my, my book. <laughs> so that the book served you, actually. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, always been, it's, it's always been like that. Yeah. So going back to fatherhood, yeah that is that is that that for me is how i want to treat my family you know i see i saw my wife my mother being battered countless times i no longer i'm not interested in battering my wife yeah i'm not interested in using words that will not you know have uh, make us have peace yeah you know because i think home is home is the place where you should feel very safe really safe yeah but i did not have that yeah, I actually there 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 a couple of people that I've told quite often that mm. as a parent you shouldn't be the person you shouldn't be one of the people that break your children because when the world breaks them at least they have somewhere to fall back. I, and, I, and I imagine it's the same thing: parents and home. When the world breaks the child, at least they have something to fall back on. I think that I think that in in living your life you have to be very intentional about about what why you do the things you do. Yeah. Most of the times I've realized that people do not have conversations with themselves. Powerful. You know? Powerful. Uh there is a pastor called Pastor Yetepo mm -hmm. who built a home in Nigeria, a very yeah. luxurious home. Yeah. And one of the rooms was called a thinking room. Okay. It's not a study room. Okay. It's a thinking room with only one chair. Boy. Yeah. Nothing else in the Nothing room. else. He just goes there and thinks for hours. Yeah. And for me, I think, I think that, is, that is the... When I had him preach about thinking, mm. I started thinking. Yeah. You know, why, why am I behaving the way I am behaving? 
Yeah. Why am I doing things the way I'm doing? Yeah. Why am I doing this the way I'm doing it? Yeah. If, 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 if I want to be violent to my kid, why exactly am I doing this? What's the reason? What's the reason why I'm doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, and that is for me why I am not afraid of my inadequacies. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know myself better yeah. than most people think they know me. I know myself. I know my, I know my problems, yeah. and I know my demons, yeah. and I know them by name. Yeah. You see. Yeah. So whenever I am about to do something, I think through it. You yeah. know, if I am going to be violent to somebody, why why am I why why am I why am I in a hurry to be violent? Yeah. To my own wife. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why am I in a in a hurry to be violent to my neighbor, my child, my child, all these things? Yeah. You know. So I feel like sometimes we give we sell ourselves to things that have happened to us in the past, and we think that we are we are powerless around those things. Some people grow comfortable to a point that yeah. they just say I'm like that. Yeah. They, don't, they lack conversations with but you, 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 you. I mean, you can say that I'm like that, but what are you doing about it? Yes. Are, is there, is there, are you saying that in six months I am not going to be this person? Because if you can say that in six months I'm going to be this person, mm -hmm. then, then, then you can be able to do it. Yeah. And I always tell people that counseling is not a very bad thing after all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I have cousins that need counseling. Mm-hmm. To break away from the bondage of the past. Yeah, yeah, the things that, that, that are happening to them and the cycle that they always find themselves into. Mm -hmm. They need counseling to get out of those things. Even if it's not, if it, we are talking about counseling where you go and sit down, uh, you know, but you can read about it. Yeah. You can read about your problem. Yeah. How people have, have, have managed, have, to, come have managed to come out of their problems. Yeah. You can simply read, and that is counseling for me. Yeah. You can watch YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah, but running away from your problem is just going to hurt everybody around you. You can't run away from it. Yeah, so you I can just choose to run. Yeah, so fatherhood, I have got only one child. Yeah, I was telling my wife the other day that I don't really feel the weight of fatherhood, as I think other men do. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you are having three kids, five kids, six kids, and uh, they are probably uh, of age. Yeah. I feel that then the then the then the real fatherhood set, sets in, whereby you have to balance their emotions. Yeah. You have to balance their fights. Yeah. And most importantly, the demands they have. Yeah. From you, paying school fees, uh, telling them not to go to this party, coming drunk home, you know all those things. I think that is when. That is the real fatherhood. That's that really, is, really that sad is, scene. Yeah. Yeah, the real work. For me, I have a six-year-old girl who is, who is really uh, having the best time of her life. Yeah. Just running around the house, not, not demanding so much Checking from Checking anyone. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 for me as a father, I don't think, I don't think, uh, it is different if I was single. Uh-huh. If, if I did not have a wife and I did not have a kid. You know, if you're looking at that person and looking at me, then I'm a father. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. If yeah, then yeah, I am yeah. a father, then what kind of father am I? You know? Mm -hmm. So every, every time is that I, I promised myself that as a family, we want to live as friends. Yeah. You see, as a family, we want to live as friends. My wife is my friend. 
my kid is my friend. Yeah. We can go uh, having fun together. Mm -hmm. We can call on each other. I think that is the kind of life that I want to live as a father. Yeah. That everybody, whether my whether whether my whether my wife or my kid, they are my friends. Yeah. You tend to live better around your friends. That's right. You know. That's right. That's right. And if you if you make it casual without without having it very casual, then it's the best. Like mm -hmm. the way I live with my wife. A lot of people wonder the kind of couple I am with man, 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 man. Like, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other co Like, what? You see, but I think I'm not going to get bored with this relationship. Yeah. It's impossible to get bored with my relationship. Yeah. 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 Because, because of the, because of the, because of, because of how light it is for me. Mm. Yeah. You know, because, because if I keep it this way, it's going to survive for a long time. And then becoming stringent. But if I complicate it, because I feel like people really complicate their relationship with women. Yeah. Men can complicate relationship with women. They always want to feel superior or something like that. Yeah, yeah just they're just, hungry for validation. Yes, especially what have you written on my phone? What have you putting on your phone? What is on your phone? Who are you calling? Why blah, are you blah, not blah, looking blah. at me? Why are you not looking at me? <laughs> blah blah blah. Why are you not telling me how my day was? Uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, many things. Yeah. See, but I also think that I am off. I am. I am. But I also think that that is also from my father. Yeah, mm. a good thing or a bad thing. I also think I feel like a, that is something from my father. My father was not very, was not a very touchy person. Oh. Yeah, okay. was not very touchy. Not very, not very. A typical patriarch. sit on the throne of patriarchy no yeah. no no i never sit on throne of patriarchy no <laughs> i make my own food yeah yeah man yeah yes i make my own food i can make my own breakfast i can i can do anything yeah. for myself that is why i got a washing machine <laughs> so that i can throw my <laughs> my, my underwear <laughs> there i'm a sweetie <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to talk about how sweaty they are. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> what anyway, the machine will do is for me. Anyway, so we're having all these things. You've talked about the inferiority complex. You've talked about how you went to church before. Okay, the congregation. What, what did you call it? The, that moment for prayer and fasting. Yes. To check with yourself and break away from this bondage of brokenness. Mm. How do you keep your mental health in check? Uh, mental health. Yeah. It's a very confusing topic to me. Yeah. You might, you might, you might, I don't know whether I call it mental check. Me, I, I call it, I call it, uh, I don't know what I call it. What do I call it? Mental check. <laughs> uh, I call it giving my, 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 giving myself space. Mm. To withdraw from a few things. That is, have you seen me going to the village a lot of times? Yeah. I go to the village purely to, to find myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always joke that I'm going to stand on my mother's grave. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But <clears throat> I withdraw from a lot of things to go to the village, mm -hmm. and connect with the birds. Yeah. Connect with the with the with the morning dew. 
yeah. that is not here in this city. Yeah. Mm. At least uh, to connect with the uh, with the place where I was born. I always feel that there is something very powerful about the place where I was born. And every time I go to the village, mm -hmm. I I get some energy back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in Uganda, they yeah. usually say, Gende mpewozewa mwezikufuweko, which means <laughs> yeah. that go to your uh, home of birth so that the winds of your ancestors blow some air on you. Yeah. Exactly that. Wow. And I'm telling you, every, if, you if you see me in Europe, yeah. The next time you see me, I'm in the village. Wow. Yeah. If I go to America or I go to Europe and drop in Nairobi, the next two weeks I'll be in the village. Or if I work on an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we were with you in Rwanda doing CMS Africa, yeah. I was in Uganda and came back to Nairobi and one week later was in the village. If I do something very... So it's a ritual for you? It's, it's a ritual for me. It's yeah. a ritual for me to always go back to the village. And once I sleep there and talk my language to the people in the village, <laughs> I suddenly just find... And you know what? When I was growing in the village, I hated the village. Yeah. I really, really hated the village. And I yearned for a life out of the village. Mm -hmm. And uh, now... My my view of the village has completely changed. Yeah, and that is why right now I'm building in the village, mm -hmm. because I feel like I feel like my village is the best place to be. Yeah, yeah, and and things have changed in the village. We now have a city twenty five kilometers away. Mm -hmm. We have water. We have electricity. We have internet. So things are things are locking up, and I feel like. Uh, so that is that is that in short is how I take care of my my mental check. I I block a lot of uh, I don't watch a lot of news. Wow, I learned that from here by the way. That's one of the things that I took away from here. Yeah. Because I was so much addicted to news. Yeah. That thing made me run mad. Yeah. But don't, we don't know that. Some people don't know. I don't watch news. Yeah. I don't follow nation on social media, yeah. I don't follow the standard on no sh social media, I don't follow the White, the white House or, or State House, mm -hmm. I don't follow most of the big politicians on social media. Yeah. You, know, you see? Yeah. Because at some point, I, the, the, I, was getting, I was getting panic attacks. I got that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. See? Yeah. So everybody that does not add anything to my life, Uhuru Kenyatta, you know, anybody... Yeah. I follow some crazy things in this life on social media. <laughs> like, I follow an artist in Italy. Yeah. He just draws. Yeah. And that's the guy I follow. Mm -hmm. You know? I follow this guy who does woodwork in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Austria. Yeah. Those are the people I follow. And those people give me so much joy just looking at what they can do with their and work. And even inspiration. Yeah, with their hands. Yeah. On Instagram, I hardly follow humans. Mm. I follow only organizations. I follow. I think I only follow two people in Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I only follow organizations, artists. If you're an artist and you have a big name, then I follow you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, you, can you give us space, the ones that are growing? No, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying I'm follow, I follow an artist. You know, there are artists that they are. 
they do great things with a group of people, but they still oh, yeah. go under their name. Mm, mm, yeah, that's mm, what I mean. Okay. I don't mean that I follow big <laughs> artists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so those are the things I follow. Yeah. And that is how I keep my mental check. Yeah. I don't watch TV because I realize that TV is, Kenyan TV, in fact, all African TVs, they don't offer anything. Oh they are so torturing. <laughs> so painful. Like, for example, what would they be talking about Museveni's TV? In Uganda, that UBC thing next to Kenya National Theatre, Uganda National Theatre. What are they talking about? That nonsense. <laughs> Better follow YouTube channel. <laughs> talking about about setting up about setting up a, 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 a vaccine a vaccine at Tulago Hospital. Come on. <laughs> Can't even make Panadol in Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing your story. I, I'm really grateful that you've given us your story and given us an insight on how you keep your mental health in check. All right. My takeaway from this episode is that if I am seeking self-development, it is important for me to constantly check in with my patterns and also ask myself why I do the things I do. Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Hashtag with If you loved what you heard, make sure you subscribe to Hashtag with Chuanuka in your podcast platform of choice. Share it with your friends. Be that cool friend. Also, feel free to share your insights about what connected with you in this episode. Tag us on social media at hashtag on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter, our handle is at htnkpodcast. You can also reach us on our email, stnkpodcast at gmail.com. Your reviews are welcome. I really look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, take time to understand your patterns. Ciao.